This is Dare Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode here at Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara, and it's time to check on our family at Chesapeake Shores, yeah? I hope your week was off to a great start. We are in the middle of the week, and like I said, it's time to check on our family, on our O'Brien family. Let's start off, though, with Mr. Evan Kincaid, shall we? This guy... I like him. I love his character. Robert Buckley is playing the mess out of this character. <laughs> I really appreciate him. I appreciate the eccentricities that he's bringing in in a little bit of comic relief with the show. Um, I love him and Abby's relationship. It's almost to the point where you can't tell like, if there's an undercurrent of affection there that Evan may have for Abby because she doesn't grovel at his feet or is a yes man towards him and that may be something that he finds attractive um I know that's something that Jay mentioned when they met up or bumped into each other at a point so that that is interesting um I'm wondering not I'm wondering I was pleased and surprised to see though them going deeper into Evan's character I liked that we see how he deals with loneliness. With him being a billionaire, he doesn't come by friends easily. And he really wants to have friends and have a family. And that's something that he doesn't have. And I appreciate them exploring that in episode five and how Jess was tuned into that. Um, speaking of Jess, I love our little sis. She is so, <laughs> I, I'm just, oh, I'm going to miss this show so much, y'all. Oh man, I'm going to miss this show so much. I know we still have one more season, but man, I just needed to give it that moment. So back to Mr. Kincaid. So we know he's building this hotel on Chesapeake Shores and building is halted for a little bit because they have found some type of historical archaeological items that may call back to colonial times here in america and so they brought out some archaeologists from the smithsonian to verify however that will take six months so by the end of of episode six evan is given this choice okay do you want to continue to build? What do you want to do? And in the meantime, between time, him and Abby, they, <laughs> he sprung up on her Taekwondo class. He he is literally like a whack-a-mole. Like he'll just pop up like a jack-in-a-box wherever she is. He just blows in with the wind. Like he randomly had a meet, a meeting in Reykjavik, Iceland, which sidebar, you guys, that is one of my dream destinations. I'm just putting it out there. It's one of my dream destinations. I talked to God and I said, sir, can I please, like that is the place, either Reykjavik, Iceland, or this specific igloo hotel in Finland. That's where I want to view the Aurora Borealis in person or Norway. I'll take either of the three, but to see the Aurora Borealis in person, 
Also, I follow a bunch of Scandinavian Instagram accounts. Like a bunch of Iceland, Icelandic, Norwegian, and Finnish uh, Instagram accounts. Mostly tourism accounts. And like nature accounts from those countries. Because they give the most beautiful landscapes and pictures. Especially of the Aurora Borealis. And how you'll be able to see it from those different, those different countries. But I digress. So he blows in and out like the wind coming, in, coming back from Iceland. It wasn't until... He brought her back the sweater, the Icelandic sweater. And even in the way that he said it, he said, because she said, you know, it seemed very sarcastic in the way she said. She was like, oh, is this a peace offering? And he said, no, it's a gift. And then upon him leaving, he said, I, I hope you enjoy the sweater. And you could tell like there was he's he's he really cares. And there's something to that. Even more so, he danced with her at Jess and David's wedding. I know, we saw Jess and David's wedding. We're going to get to it. But even that moment, um, he did decide to pull out of the build. So I'm curious to see what the ramifications of that, what that's going to look like moving forward in these last four episodes that we have of the of the season. <laughs> oh, that hurts my heart. I'm, I'm going to continue. Needless to say, I love Abby and Evan's relationship. Evan and, I'm sorry, Abby and Jay's relationship is going by much slower than I thought it would be. However, it seems promising because she invited Jay as her plus one to Jess and David's wedding. And he had to leave, but he said, check your phone. And he asked her to dinner and she said yes. So I'm hopeful. I am hopeful that there is something that will be brewing that will hopefully... I will get some answers to you by the end of this season and then I'll be able to see it, whatever that is, move forward in season six as they are filming right now. So let's move on to our other sister, Brie. She is in the thick of getting her syllabus together, meeting with Jerome at the university. All the while, this Luke guy, you know, at first he was a a contentious character with our brother Kevin, but he's come around. We've learned that he has, you know, a checkered past. And so there may be some things that strikes a chord with him that rubs him the wrong way. But he's on the up and up right now. He's more smiley. He's kind of blending in with you, if you will, with the rest of Chesapeake Shores and the vibe of Chesapeake Shores. But him and Bree's interactions are incredibly flirty. And even the way he asked for her number, it was in this flirty banter. And I was here for it. I actually see her more with Luke than with Jerome. I don't, I feel like Jerome, I'm, I'm sorry, I feel like Luke brings out a playful side of Bree that I don't think we've seen yet with the guys that she's been linked to so far. Martin was a scrub. I mean, he was the weakest link. I think we can all agree, right? But then Simon, he brought this kind of romantic, intellectual, I don't even know what you want to call it, but that whole thing, it was, you know, because her life is her books, her plays, her literature, like she was, he was able to to tap to the core of that. So I feel like their relationship was special in a way, but with Luke, it's something different. I don't know if they if they necessarily share interests, but you can definitely tell that they are attracted to one another. And 
even more so um <laughs> at the wedding Brie finds out that Luke was there because she originally in- invited Jerome as her plus one let me tell you how that happened so Jerome and her were walking across campus talking and he's like well we could talk more over dinner and then she just gave him a look and then he said or lunch or coffee you know it's not a date meanwhile cut to them walking him walking her to her car it's still broad daylight so it's still early but they're talking in hypotheticals about inviting you know somebody being a plus one not necessarily being a date of course it's all subtext that was her basically inviting him he took the bait reeled it in and decided to go in for the kiss kiss her smack dab on the lips and she was bewildered and and kerfuffled by it and even more so at the wedding when Luke was there because Kevin invited Luke to come she was like well this puts me between a a rock and a chocolate chip cookie huh so (laughs) um Jerome ends up leaving early so her and Luke get to talking they end up dancing Jerome actually comes back because he left something he sees her dancing with Luke and so he has this kind of oh she's with someone else kind of look we'll see what happens I don't want her to be with Jerome anyway he can he just be a colleague can he just be somebody somebody that she used to know <laughs> somebody <laughs> sidebar that song I used to work at Hard Rock Cafe and that song was played like that The we had music videos going on all day or Hard Rock had music videos going on all day so that that song was always in the rotation I digress. So that's kind of where we are with Brie. Um, you know, she's at now we're focused more on her love life than her career. I guess the bookstore is done. Um, she's teaching now. Next, let's get to our little sis, Jess. Jess is just going through it. Episode five was incredibly tense. I'll tackle Kevin and Jess because their storylines cross over in episode five. Um, Kevin and Sarah are talking about, you know, having kids and Jess sees Sarah coming out of the doctor's office. But Sarah heads the opposite direction when she sees Jess and Brie. And so um, Jess and Sarah, while they're eating that dinner where they invite Evan to join them, um, Jess kind of pries a little bit and asks, you know, I saw you at the doctor's office. Do you have any news? And then Sarah excuses herself and begins crying outside. And that's when she tells Jess that she found out that she has endometriosis. So it's going to be incredibly difficult for her to get pregnant. And that made Jess start to thinking, oh, man, like, do I want kids? Does David want kids? What, what, what does that do to our relationship? So that that lends for some very tense but necessary conversation that Jess and David has. She even asks, you know, why do you want to marry me? I'm not sure if I want to have kids. I'm not sure if I'm going to be a good mother. And she is just so vulnerable and honest in that moment about her being incredibly scared. It's not that she doesn't want to have kids. She's just incredibly scared, too. So the thought about it terrifies her. Um, And she told David that, and David, woof, more power to him. 
He said, I do want to have kids, but if you're in a space where you don't want to have kids, I guess I just, I'll just have to be okay with that, which is a, wow, 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 wow. What a man. What a man, what a man. Okay, we're going to stop. Um, yeah, so that, that was, I loved that moment, um, in episode five and then in episode six is the wedding and Jess and David just, well, Jess keeps having dreams, these funny dreams that as they're saying their vows, David is taken away in some type of instance. He's either eaten by a crocodile, taken away by a seagull, swallowed up by the earth, a firestorm comes, like something bad always happens. But then of course they actually go through with the wedding and they are now husband and wife. Yay! so happy her name is now jess peck and not jess o'brien so back to kevin and sarah um so sarah in episode five she has to kind of get the wherewithal to actually tell kevin and she ends up telling kevin and kevin's just like you know what it's okay it's okay like we can adopt if we have to and she just cries in his arms and it's a beautiful moment and on top of that, career-wise with Kevin, you know, with his captain, it's, he's been finding his captain forgetting things a lot. And it came to a point where him and the captain were answering a, an emergency phone call where um, someone had, I think, what is it called? Anaphylactic shock, some type of allergic reaction to some medication. And so she pre- he prescribed something, some type of measurement of something. And the captain doubled the dosage but he didn't know and then but Kevin caught it he said and you know of course he was in the tense of the moment so he said what are you doing I said three cc's not six cc's and the captain was just kind of he just kind of froze because in that moment he realized oh this is getting worse and so there was um they did end up having the triathlon uh it was Chesapeake Shores day it was this whole thing And so at the Chesapeake Shores day, the captain resigns and I feel like he's going to pass on the baton to Kevin. I think that's what we're going to find within the next couple of episodes is Kevin is going to be the new fire captain Um, because he was the only one who cared enough to actually bring it up to the captain. And he went to the captain's house and he saw there were postcards, I'm sorry, post-it notes everywhere because he was like his memory was getting worse and worse and worse so good look to the bro kevin next we have mom in this arthur driscoll business so she is she is persevering and making it a point to make a connection with arthur driscoll because she knows he is one of the most prolific painters of our gener of their generation and come to find out, Gran knows Arthur. So she she brings Gran. Gran cooked a, a casserole or something. And so she, she you know, he knocks, she knocks, he opens the door. And she's like, I think I brought someone that I think you know. And so Gran, you know, comes up from under her hat, all dramatic and theatrical-like. And he said, Nell O'Brien, as I live and breathe. And so, of course, that brings in uh, our mom and they're doing their thing. And then... Mom also brings over the granddaughters, our nieces, um, Caitlin and Carrie. 
And he begins to see how much they're, how good they are at painting because Grand left this basket for his birthday, which was so cute by with some drawings that the, that our nieces drew for him. And so he's like, Oh my goodness, you can paint. And he gave her his like painting supplies. I thought that was so precious. I, now, now that makes me invested in his storyline to see what stopped him from painting. Who else is in his life to really encourage this? Is he going to get back to painting? I'm, I'm now, I'm, I'm invested. That was, I think that was good on the writers to add that. I really enjoyed it. Next, Connor O'Brien and Dad. <laughs> that was some good television, you guys. Connor laid the suits smackdown. He was bringing you Harvey Specter energy with Chesapeake Shore style. And I say that because the suits that he was wearing whilst doing it was the exclamation point on the whole thing. Oh, he set them up proper. So... Dad was meeting with Dilfer and the firm at their office. And then Connor waltzes in. And his boss is like, excuse me, Connor, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just observing. And so the the named partner, he's like, it's okay if Connor observes. Come to find out, they were sneaking in his desk. He called them on it, notarized the thing on it. You got to watch it to truly understand all the legal jargon that went down. But when I tell you he laid down the ace of spades with his resignation letter on top, walked out, and then dad was like, that's my boy. That's my boy. (laughs) You guys, it was so good. And again, because I'm rewatching the series of Suits, just that oh that fire I loved it and I loved the look that Connor gave her name is Margaret I called her Danielle and I don't know why I'm still thinking about his previous girlfriend her name is not Danielle her name is Margaret he looked at Margaret and just gave her this knowing look like oh I hope I, I felt like he was saying without saying I'm leaving thank you so much I hope in some way that I'll see you again and then in her eyes, I felt like she said, you are welcome. Hopefully I'll, our paths will cross again soon. That's what I felt like was was passed between the two of them with that one look. Connor is the homie. He's been my best friend since the second episode of season one when he threw Abby's or when he threw Abby's phone in the river. That's when I, I knew Connor was was my guy. I love seeing him being more emotionally vulnerable because in the next episode, it's been three weeks since he left the firm and dad's like, so you going to change your shirt or are you going to wash? Like, what are we doing here? And then mom's saying, it looks like you can use a hug. And he's like, no, I don't. She's like, you don't want a hug? He's like, maybe. <laughs> like, it was just so cute. We never, we've never seen Connor kind of that emotionally vulnerable in that moment it was just super cute and I loved it and I can't and so Connor he bought a firm I'm sorry he bought a property he's going to start his all his own law office and dad is going to help him y'all we in there Connor O'Brien attorney at law come on somebody I'm so excited I'm so excited (sighs) you guys I think that's all I hope I'm not missing anything, but I'm just really excited 
at the the next couple of episodes what's going to transpire seeing Jess and David as a married couple how Kevin and Sarah are going to pursue having kids and Kevin's career Connor pursuing his legal career as his own boss Bree what is she going to do with Jerome and Luke Abby what is she, what is going to happen <clears throat> excuse me what is going to happen between her and Evan with like career wise but also her and Jay from a romantic sense and then you know mom and dad they're out here just boo loving and getting their ever loving life and I'm here for it so you guys that will conclude our recap of Chesapeake Shores we are over halfway done we have two more weeks with our O'Brien family I'm still trying to I'm still trying to decide how I want to recap season six when it airs because I know you guys will want to hear it via podcast but I I'm trying to think I might do like I might record the podcast live either via Facebook or via Instagram depending on who has more demand if you guys are more prone to watching IG lives or Facebook lives let me know leave me a voice message or reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook links for both of those social platforms are in the show notes but let me know would you want to hear a podcast recap of season six do you want a video recap of season six or do you like the idea of me recording a podcast episode but doing it live so that way there is some type of video so you guys can see me but I don't think I would save them I don't know that the jury's still out. No pun intended. Hashtag Connor O'Brien. Um, yeah, let me know. And after this, though, because we have quite a few months, I would say at least four months between now and when the Chesapeake Shore season six will air, I am going to be starting signed, sealed, delivered. And I'm incredibly excited I promise y'all, I it, not a day goes by somebody doesn't say you need to watch an episode of Science and Delivered. So I'm excited to finally to finally see what all the hubbub is about. And in the meantime, between time, be sure to subscribe to Dear Hallmark on YouTube, like the Facebook fa- page, follow the page, follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram, and uh, get your tickets to Rama Drama because I'm going to be selling Chasing Wind books at Rama Drama. So you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.